Good morning, John and Robbie. This is Al the Trucker calling from Beloit, Illinois. Uh, so a question for Walter Hudson here. Uh, I uh, watched the uh, House File 4 uh, video. Uh, was uh, looking for that uh, young lady who was supposedly uh, claiming to uh, be an illegal voting. Um, she identifies herself as uh, coming from a Native American uh, community, and I hope that they're allowed to vote. I wonder if you could please address this. And know that you are all in these chairs because of us. We are voting. Our people are voting. And if you don't pass this bill, people are going to vote you all out. Welcome back to Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130-1035 FM. We will bring on State Representative uh, Walter Hudson. And I'm, I'm also hearing uh, that this... Uh, individual may not themselves have been illegal, might have been speaking on behalf of the student union. Walter, I know you had posted this up um, online as well. So I don't want to get lost in, in this particular clip over the larger issue of driver's licenses for all. But can you provide some some clarity on exactly like your view of what this woman was was testifying on? Yeah, I mean, she identified as an Augsburg student, amongst other things. I have no idea what her ethnicity or legal status is. Um, that was neither implied nor stated gotcha. uh, in my post. Um, but she's speaking to, when she talks about we are voting, our people are voting, th- there was clarification offered by Common Cause Minnesota, which responded to my tweet, um, stating that she was speaking globally regarding all Latinx Minnesotans. So apparently, <laughs> um, if she is in fact Native, as the talk back suggests, uh, a Native American girl came before a committee at the House to testify on behalf of all Latinx Minnesotans that they universally support uh, illegal immigration and want driver's licenses for all. That's pretty interesting. Gotcha. All right. So that provides clarity on on exactly what the what the intent of that particular uh, individual that was testifying was uh, was alluding to. Democrats have advanced this proposal to make people who are in Minnesota without uh, legal status eligible for uh, for driver's licenses. Um, did win some support from business groups, some law enforcement officials as well. I had another question with regard to this via um, Twitter. A friend of the show, Rick, uh, asks uh, if uh, those that are here illegally are issued driver's licenses, uh, do they need to take the driver's license and test? Do they have to go through the same procedures that the rest of us would? Um, wouldn't they need addresses as well, or would they be issued without the same requirements that um, the rest of us are, are have to uh, be beholden to? Yeah, I looked through the language of the bill this morning, and I don't see anything specifically addressing training or requirements. So I'm guessing whatever the existing law is for requirements for a driver's license, they will have to meet those standards. What this does do, though, is it removes any verification whatsoever of actual legal residency. And so, you know, it effectively takes all, and this isn't just driver's licenses, by the way, this is all state identifications, like a state ID card, driver's license, what have you. Um, You will no longer have to demonstrate that you actually legally reside in in Minnesota in order to get one of those cards. So it basically makes your ID completely irrelevant. I mean, it's surprising to me to hear that any businesses are interested in this because um, if you're a business and you're engaged in any sort of compliance with federal law, um, it's going to be difficult for you to get by by somehow having to require people to provide verification above and beyond their state ID because their state ID 
won't stand as verification of who they are or where they come from. Well, I mean, you look at some of the comments from law enforcement as well. Stearns County, a sheriff, St. Paul police commander, um, these two individuals endorsed the law change. They said it would make Minnesota's roads safer. It would allow law enforcement officials to better track repeat violators of Minnesota's traffic laws. Uh, I can't help but question, though, I mean, are, are those repeat offenders going to be individuals that are going to go and seek to get these types of, of IDs, knowing that is going to be going to be the case so I, I i just don't i don't see the the trade-off between the benefits and the expectation that people who are here in the state illegally are actually going to go and, and and want to get want to get these yeah i mean this we've seen this line of reasoning before this is basically the idea that that we're going to be safer if we stop enforcing the law <laughs> um which is a, a peculiar notion and if you read through the text of the bill it's it's amazing how clear it is that this bill is very specifically intended to facilitate breaking the law. Uh, the, they go out of their way to ensure that through the process of obtaining and using a driver's license, you will never be subject to any sort of scrutiny regarding where you actually legally reside. And again, as we've talked about, though, uh, there's probably going to be very little in the way of opposition to stop this from moving through. Um, are there tweaks that can be made to make it more palatable um, in, in your view? What do you think the status of this as it's, you know, as it is right now? Well, I think one question that needs to be asked is, wh why are we doing this just a few years after this giant push for real ID? Like, you remember that? We yeah. have this, this right. urgent need to comply with federal law, to make our IDs more secure in the wake of 9-11 and the war on terror. It was very deeply important that we know who people are. It's so important that we track that. And as it turns out, it's important that we track you if you're a legal resident of the United States. It's not particularly important if we're verifying the legal residency of folks who cross the border without permission. Talking with uh, State Representative uh, Walter Hudson. Uh, so, what is uh, what's being discussed this week in the legislative session? What are what are some of the big uh, the, the big agenda items that you guys are faced with? Well, I mean, the the headline for sure is House File One, the Pro Act, as they call it. Yeah. This is the abortion bill, and what this is going to do that this is expected to come to the House floor on Thursday, which is quicker than expected. Uh, they're really trying to remove all possible hurdles to getting this thing passed. And it's stunning that that's their top priority of all the things going on in Minnesota, of, of all the ways in which Minnesotans' lives uh, could stand to be improved and quality of life in our state could stand to be addressed. Their top priority is ensuring that we have the most radical abortion policy, not just in the country, but in the world. This will place Minnesota on par with countries like China when it comes to the killing of the unborn. And it's truly stunning. The, the amendments that Democrats have rejected that would require second and third trimester abortions to be performed in a hospital as opposed to the unregulated clinics that they're currently uh, performed in, uh, an amendment to require parental notification in the event that a minor is taken into a clinic by just some random adult. You know, I've got nieces. Um, who are getting to that age where this could be a situation that they find themselves in. If they, if one of them was being abused by an adult and none of us in the family knew about it, and that adult took them into an abortion clinic and had a procedure performed, 
there would be no legal requirement for their mother to be notified. That is obscene, and Democrats explicitly support that. That is the, the takeaway from their vote on that amendment offered in committee. I can't help but feel that uh, personally the reason why they're fact check, uh, you know, or fast tracking it um, is due to the fact that, one, they, they want to get a, a win under their belt. But, two, they also don't want sort of the more egregious items to be highlighted any more than they already have. And we played the audio clip um, between uh, Abler and McEwen on, on a yesterday's show. Um, and, that's, and, that's, and again, Walter, this is my, my view. I feel like they're fast tracking this largely because they want to they, they get it done. And they want to avoid any controversy. And the faster they can get it done, the less likely some of the more egregious aspects of this are going to end up, uh, you know, being covered in the local media. Well, if they if they could have their way um, even more so than they already do, they would fast track everything yeah. even more. I mean, that's been yeah. one of the big highlights of, of this session is early on they've attempted to jigger the rules in such a way that they can just blow through all of these these debates. Uh, they, they, they entertained limiting the amount of time that could be spent on debate on bills for a while. Yeah, I mean, if they had their way, for all their pretense and posturing regarding the value of democracy and how sacred it is, they want the least amount of democratic process possible. They, they want to just rubber stamp everything with no discussion, no examination, no public deliberation, uh, you know, just get to the crazy as quick as possible. Um, one more question before I let you go. Somebody had asked, uh, can um, those here illegally get the enhanced real ID version? If not, um, expect there be complaining about a two-tier system. Uh, do, you have any, uh, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, well, there already is a two-tier system because uh, many of us have non-compliant or what they call non-compliant IDs that will not function. Um, and you can see that on your license. It says, you know, not for federal identification. Right. Um, but what this does, because that was, at least I understood it to be, a temporary situation where eventually we're going to get to the point where everybody needs to have a real ID. But apparently not. Like that's that's one thing that I guess you could say is the silver lining in this is that for those of us that were concerned about the federalizing of our driver's licenses, uh, if this goes into law, they're never going to be compliant with real ID because that would blow this whole thing up they would immediately you would have people who would have to reveal themselves as being here illegally for federal purposes so you're never going to have real id in minnesota well continue good luck sir uh, i was talking with uh, state representative uh, walter hudson thank you uh, once again for taking uh, the time to uh, check in with us and we'll talk to you again next week thanks